Welcome, everybody, to the Game Ball Podcast. I am your host, Mark. Um, today, it's going to be a, hopefully a quick one. We always say that in these holiday time episodes, but um, I'm hoping to um, get done pretty quickly here as it is close to the new year. And I know you probably don't have a whole lot of time uh, to dedicate to podcasts, but uh, without further ado, uh, I do have Tom here tonight. Hello. And we're going to just quickly go through stuff we've been playing. This time of year, the entire video game industry shuts down, so the new segment's light. And then we will finally get to talk about Kingdom Hearts 2. At least me. <laughs> I played um, it, so retro- don't worry. No, no. what I meant is that you've been talking about Kingdom Hearts 2 <laughs> um, for the retro let. Um, so, uh, yeah, let's get started. Tom, uh, what have you been playing? So, I have been playing... Um, Need for Speed Unbound, which is interesting to say the least. Uh, a lot of people seem to like Need for Speed Unbound, uh, and so far I like it too. It's it's kind of taken what Need for Speed Heat did and just improved upon it because it was definitely doing some things that people didn't like when it came yeah. to uh, cop chases and things like that. And I just think that it's it's. It's a good building block. Let's just say that. Yeah. There's a lot of customization. There's a lot of stuff you can do. And uh, I am really looking forward to diving into it a lot more. I'm only like barely out of like the first couple of hours. So there's a lot more to come. But uh, as of right now, I am enjoying Need for Speed Unbound. Nice. Yeah, I'm always curious because each of us have our series is that we we play um, that I, I don't think the other ones really play as deeply. And it's always like, I look to you when these games come out to sort of like, all right, what's the barometer on if I should try this or not? Um, yeah. I mean, especially since it's on EA play, um, yeah. you may want to give it a shot. It, Cause it's, it's just fun. It's there's not, it, there's nothing overly complicated to figure out. Like it's just an, it's an arcade racer. And I feel like if you enjoy just burning around a, a town for a little while it's uh it's a lot of fun there's a lot of stuff there's a lot of extra stuff to do like you don't just have to do races there's a lot of other stuff yeah which is nice and at least i know i can uh download this one successfully and not um have to figure out the uh sony return policy now that uh uh jedi fallen order is going to be free when i purchased it on 85 percent off sale (laughs) did you did you get that to work by the way were you i I have not fully figured it out yet but it was really cheap so i'm not like end of the world stuff it's not like i bought it at full price you know it's still annoying oh it's annoying yes but it's like if i can't figure it out it's not end of the world this is one of those games i've been like should i buy it like numerous times same thing like over and over i've thought maybe i should give buy this and give this a shot because i like titanfall and titanfall 2 and i just never did yeah and I'm glad I did because it's free now. Yeah, the I could have been playing it the whole time because I have Origin Plus or whatever it's called um, on the PC. Uh, the problem is PC gaming with uh, Game Ball Cat that she is in front of me again um, right now. Um, but, you know, I was like, I just want it on my PS5. And then when I saw a pop up for 85% off, I was like, well, maybe that's a sign. Well, it was a sign. It was a sign it was going free in a couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah, it never fails. But, but anyway, <laughs> for that tangent, um, uh, uh, what 
else have you been playing? I think we can all pretty much guess if we're yeah. regular if, listeners to the program. If you've listened to this show, you know, maybe once, you would you should know what the next game is that's coming, and that is Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII. And it's just, man, this game is just a breath of fresh air. It's nice to play a, like an old school style game. I know it may turn a lot of people off because it's an old style game. Like it's it it's not super in depth, which I don't think is a bad thing. Um, yeah. And have you beaten it already? Yes. Okay. Yes. So yeah, I, you, you you know you've gone through the story and you've seen that it's not like the super, most super in depth game. And I, yeah. like I said, I think that's fine because that's not what it was designed to be. And this was a remaster, not a remake. It wasn't like Final Fantasy VII remake. It was more of a remaster addition yeah. to the story. Because it's yeah. like we've said a few times on this show, it's that game has been stuck in PSP limbo for twenty years at this point, right? Something ridiculous Close like that. that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's yeah. a lot of fun. The it, I like the rpg thing where you can just level your character up immensely and just be super op by the end of the game and i'm pretty sure you were i think you you made a joke about it but and i'm sure you'll talk about it shortly yeah Uh, yeah and yeah we'll probably get more in depth in it because i think we're trying to schedule at some point in the next couple months or so uh, a spoiler cast on it because i know jonathan has some thoughts on this and i have some thoughts on it deeper than what i'll get into um but yeah, yeah. The, the the first thing that happened is I got really into doing the um the side mission things. Yeah. Um so I basically cleared them all out except for the ones that were like missable. Like you had to talk to people in Midgar. Um and uh and I didn't, and then we ended up not being in Midgar anymore and couldn't do that. Um and the final final boss, which is the, the ultra hard optional boss. Um I did not beat her. But um, because she literally, with my health over 80,000, one hit shot me. So um, I think that's a thing you have to be good at guarding and dodging, and I'm not as good at it. Um, as I was saying to Jonathan on the uh, the Pokemon stream um, on Wednesday, uh, that essentially, you know, it's just he's, he's a lot better watching him play the Souls games um, at that kind of stuff <laughs> than I am. Um, so I could I would, I would be interested to see if he got all the way through with it. Yeah. But yeah, at some point it definitely becomes a Souls game, a Souls like game. Yeah, yeah. The so so just to run the quick stats down as I've I've, I've let them know in chat. At one point my hit points were like eighty five thousand. I got it up to n- like max, but I had to bring it down to get other things up um, yeah. because there. As I we jokingly found out, I sent Tom a photo. I literally had no vitality and attack and was all magic and magic defense. And that became a problem when some things I was fighting um, were like basically immune to magic, essentially. Um, so I would be doing like 50 points per hit and I'd have to wait for um, summons to show up to be able to win, um, which yeah. I, liter- I literally took me 20 minutes on one um, side mission boss because I was circling around the arena waiting for um, one of the summons to pop up. And then yeah, it kept so popping up oh, real fast. It kept yeah. popping up Odin, which is only a one-shot kill and no damage. So, and this thing was immune to death. That's the worst. That's the worst because Odin is so strong. But at the same point, if you run across something that's immune to death, 
it's worthless. <laughs> yes, the 20 minutes circling. Yeah, but the there is a weird thing about Crisis Core that sometimes you go into a battle and the roulette system will sometimes give you nothing and you'll have to just suffer through the fight. And then other times it'll just make you invulnerable for the whole yeah. and like you don't even have to do anything pretty much. And it ha I mean, it's it's a, I that's the point of a roulette system is to be random, but at the same time, it feels like sometimes like, yeah, you can just win this one. Yeah. Yeah. I basically it, became like uh one shot kill monster for, for the last third of the game. Um the uh the final boss was literally um cri uh conflict begins. I hit the spell button. It, it, whatever the ending is, like conf uh, whatever end it or whatever it says at the end, like conflict the robotic resolved. conflict resolved. Um, and that's how it's literally final pause, build up, gonna fight this guy, gonna do so good. Hit hit hellfire again, boom, conflict resolved. It's like, oh, <laughs> that was that the end boss? <laughs> yeah, so I literally almost had 300 points in magic and 200 points in. Um, at um, what's it called magic defense, and then my attack at one point was twelve and nine for attack that's, and vitality. That's crazy um, to me that it's that low. Well, you get the one accessory that can sort of cut that down to give you extra magic and magic defense. Yeah. So it was a it was a confluence of things the reason why that got so low. But then I realized I needed it, or all of my um, limit breaks were useless because they all rely on attack. So I got that up to like 90 and was and because of everything else being as powerful as it was, I was hitting for like 6000 at that point. But yeah, my <laughs> it's the most overleveled I've ever been in any video game. And I kind of loved it. I mean, I like that in a game. I like yeah. that you can do that. That's an RPG thing. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah, I literally had my equipment at the end was so that I had more than um, the 10,000 hit points. That's the original limit, and then been able to hit more than ten thousand. Um, which you definitely, I one recommendation for anybody playing out there: figure out how to get the brutal um, accessory um, so that you can break the damage limit. Because there's going to be things you fight later that nine 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 is like maybe a little tiny tick of their health. Oh yeah. <laughs> so again, um, this is an RPG, so you're going to fight God at some point. Oh yeah, you. Um, this game's been out a long time, so. I'm not spoiling anything that's like Final Fantasy VII related, yeah. but the literal option boss at the end of all the side missions is God, <laughs> is literally a goddess. Um, so <laughs> this one time you're not joking. Yep. Um, so yeah, so that recommended get brutal. It'll just make your life easier. Um, it does eat up one of your four slots, basically doing nothing, um, but it just keeps battles from being like slogs. Um, but yeah, the the materia fusion system is great. Um, like I said, we'll go into more detail and stuff um, in a couple months with the spoiler cast. But um, yeah, yeah, I'm 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 kind of I was on the fence when I first beat it about it just basically being the PSP game um, and not having too many references so far or where you're at, Tom. Not to spoil it, but um, yeah, I'm where, curious as to where the changes are going to be. So don't don't spoil those. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the developers already kind of spoiled it, but I don't know if you've read those articles. Um, I've but <laughs> so this is one of those games that I will steer clear of everything okay. until I play it. Yeah. 
Yeah, but so. there's they, some curious ones. Like, they changed some lines to, like, um, you've already met Aerith. So, um, yeah. they changed some of her lines um, to match up with things um, that they mentioned in the remake. Um, I think particularly about the sky, um, mm-hmm. those lines. Yeah. Um, they're, they're different. Like, it's the same concept, but it sort of matches up what she says in remake, you know. So it could have very easily, they just brought that line over from remake and it wasn't even re-recorded. Um, but now, yeah. Did they, did they use, um, what's her name from yeah. remake? Yeah, that was this? Brianna White, yeah. Okay. Yeah, everybody, everybody is, um, like, that's their character and then they got everybody um, for uh, the original except for uh, the guy that played Zack. Um, he's right. the guy from remake. Yeah. Um, but everybody else is the same, including the Japanese voice actor for Genesis, who is Gek. Um, yeah. So that was a blast from the past language thing or, um, or video game thing um, at the time. But yeah, I liked it. Um, like I said, I'm glad that it didn't count for this year's game of the year because it would not have made my top five um, based on what I played. But I still had fun nonetheless. Um, and we'll get deep into story and stuff at another time. But yeah, so that it's one of the uh, three games I've really been playing um, because with a lot of time off with the holidays, you know, we've been getting extra days because for some reason my job has been really great, nice giving us the Friday and Mondays for both Christmas and New Year's. Um, That's nice. So four day weekends, you know, for the last for these next two weeks. Um, so I took advantage um, and I bought uh, two games. Um, and uh, so far, I've only really been or. Yeah, I bought one game. Um, I haven't played the other. I did buy two games at once. The other one was Jedi uh, Fallen Order, which I haven't started. But um, I bought Tales of Arise, um, the new Tales of game. That's my series that I really like, um, that, I, that I try and play through um, as much as I can. I sometimes they're so long sometimes that I do put them down before finishing them and I have to go back. Uh, but so far, this one is fine. Um, the story is, is as, you know tough to parse in the first six hours as all those games are um, because it goes a million different places um, by the end. Um, uh, uh, But the combat feels good. They added in a couple new systems um, uh, with it. Uh, Still far and away, the best part of those games is the fact that you can put accessories on your characters and that they carry over to the cutscenes. It is by far the number one thing. So I, I put bunny ears on my main character. As um, you do. And because you start out the game again, this is very beginning, so no, it's not really a spoiler. Uh, you begin the game with like a, a, an iron mask over your face. That's your name in the beginning. Um, so it's basically just a guy with an iron mask on his face and two bunny ears on top of it. Um, and then I gave uh, the girl that was with me, um, we ended up getting like puppy ears. So I gave her puppy ears. So they're doing these really intense emotional scenes with things and it just cuts to them and they have the accessories on. Um, it gets wilder when you start being able to put glasses on people um, and stuff like that. But it's, it's probably one of the parts that keeps me going back to the series. Is it, It's endless entertainment for that. But yeah, I'm looking to get through that. And then um, I'm also currently playing through, as if you noticed on stream, um, uh, is Baby's First Pokemon. Um, I am playing Pokemon Violet. Um, it's the first true mainline Pokemon game I've played. Um, uh, 
the whole thing is a uh, friend of the community and my niece, Kitty Ashcat, um, really loves Pokemon. Um, so I got her both games and told her to pick one. And then I would play the other and we would sort of play online together um, or share Pokemon or whatever the thing is. The reason why you buy both games. Um, uh, so she's she's currently playing through Scarlet. I'm playing through Violet. Um, it's fun to see the differences um, in it. Uh, the the part about this is I'm, I'm starting to learn and I'm getting a tendency um, as I get older. Um, I noticed it during God of War playthrough um, that I will have fun just going around for hours just doing mindless stuff um, and like the side questy stuff and picking up items and looking for chests um, because it took me good four or five hours before um, like if you like even if you take you take away the cutscenes, it was still four to five hours um, to get to the first gym um, of the game. So that's where I'm at with that. I'm having fun naming all the Pokemon, giving them nicknames. Um, You're doing that, are you? Yes, I am. <laughs> I'm one of those people who gave up on that after like the first, uh, like the, the first gen. Like I was like, I'm yeah. not, I'm not naming every Pokemon. But some oh, people well, like to do that. Yeah, I, I, I like the wrong. Yeah. If I can come up with a fun name is when I do it. Um, like, I, I named uh, Quaxley my starting Pokemon. Um, I named him my duck son. Um, and Which then he I grew would happen. And then he grew up, and I named him my duck teen um, <laughs> when he evolved. Um, I got the Raichu, you know, which, right, or Pichu, or whatever. Whatever's the one that evolves into Pinkachu. Um, Pichu, yeah. Pichu. Yeah, so I got that, named him Little Pikachu, and then right before we started this podcast, he evolved into Pikachu. Um, <laughs> so I got that. I'm starting to get the evolution thing is fun. I'm like, I'm. It's my first time doing it, so I know a lot of people out there have done this hundreds of times. Um, when it evolved, I'm like, oh my god, what's it going to turn into? Um, and some of them are a little more disappointing than others. Like I had one that turned into a Pokemon I had already caught because I must have got the level below. Um, and then one of them turned into a butterfly, which was great. Um, didn't realize the thing I was carrying was some kind of caterpillar, but it turned into a butterfly. Um, and the thing I'm learning now is, uh, you know, your types. Um, Jonathan sent me a nice comprehensive list of, you know, the, the uh, weak two, we, uh, you know, strong two sort of breakdown um, because it's very complicated. It's not like, I think there was only like, four or five types maybe in red and blue the first one yeah there's a lot more types now yeah so it's a little more confusing so he thankfully when we were talking on stream he asked me how much back seating i wanted and i was like if i ask a question you can answer it <laughs> that's how we'll do back seating so he just sent me that he's like just so i'm not crazy i'm gonna send you this um so that's how but i got him sort of trying to learn the symbols and all that but game's good um you know it's deserving of all the praise i've seen uh, from it, I'm having a good time with it. Um, I'm not lost yet. Um, I've only really lost the fight once, and that's only because the um, uh, the boss I was fighting um, you kept spamming the uh, debuff um, thing, so I couldn't get in front of keeping my Pokemon healthy and or getting one shot it. Um, so I realized I had an item that stops you from getting debuffed. Um, it's some kind of amulet or something. So I just put that on one of my Pokemon and then he just stood there and the thing just kept trying to debuff, debuff, debuff. Um, so that's one thing wrong with the AI is that it 
tried to debuff me four times in a row. I got four free shots in on it. But again, it's a baby game for babies sometimes. <laughs> you know, it's babies for yeah, Pokemon. Yeah. You get favorites for oh, RPG. Again, so. we're not we're not the target audience anymore. Yeah. And yeah, I've exactly. I very much am okay with that. Yeah, yeah. Some of the stuff is like I already figured out how to do it and then the game will tell me how to do it. Um just because I've played video games my whole life, so it's like simple things. But it's good to see that for my niece. Um, you know, you know, she if It'll explain to her things that she won't have to ask a million questions about. Um, I had, did have to show her how some of the menus worked um, because she was like, I want a different Pokemon to be, you know, the lead one. Um, and so I had to show her in the menu how to do that. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it's good. Uh, the one thing is I'm not getting many of the weird bugs and stuff that people are getting, but the, the performance is not great at times in terms of frame rate. Yeah, um, that was that was a problem for sure. Yeah, yeah. So um, it, the funny part was at one point in the stream, there's a guy like way in my background, and he is literally moving at like two frames a second in the background. The guy, like basically doing the robot. That's um, great. But yeah, I haven't gotten the thing where I'm riding around on an invisible jet or anything like I've seen on Twitter. Um, but yeah, I'm enjoying it. I'll probably stream it a little bit more. Um, you know, it's just, just, it seems like something that's a good thing to engage, and I don't need to listen to um, dialogue, you know, there's no spoken dialogue in it, so. Yeah, yeah you can kind of get a, get away with um, not paying 100% attention. Yeah, and it's a good, it's a good um, trade-off when I go between that and tail, uh, you know, tails of. Um, I almost said trails, because I was watching somebody, <laughs> I, the second chapter popped up on my um for sale thing on uh on steam even though i yeah, already all, purchased it they all just went on sale yeah again. so <laughs> so yeah that's what i've been playing um found a weird glitch in madden real fast um where i had the salary cap off and for some reason when i try to resign players it enforces a salary cap so i don't know <laughs> that's weird <laughs> i don't i don't think there's a workaround with that except for the fact that i have to let my guys become free agents and then sign them to ridiculous contracts um in free agency, but it was a weird bug. I, I thought it was going to be like one of those game breaking ones from like back in the day. Um, like my favorite one was the NHL 95, where if you got 128 points as a team, which is a ridiculous amount of points in hockey, just to let you know, um, as a team, um, you would automatically go to last place. <laughs> um, That's a hell of a bug. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I figured out how to be really good at that game and then automatically went to last place and my entire thing was screwed. Um, so I have not, I just finished out that season cause I was putting up ridiculous goal numbers, but yeah, I had somebody at uh, Funko land at the time. I was like, Hey, so uh, this happened. He's like, Oh yeah, it's a bug that everyone knows about. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you know, early days of the internet. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, so that was fun. I, I thought that was going to be, and I was like, it's 2022. How is there a bug like this? But here it's just at one point in the season. But anyway, uh, yeah, yeah. That's about all I've been playing. Um, excited. Um, I got some time here, you know, off and then before anything really big comes out to kind of get these things in. Um, you know, if I do have the time, you know, I can, uh, further play the retro roulette game that we'll talk about, um, because that is also on a uh, PlayStation plus extra. Um, and, uh, the Jonathan gave me near automata or automata. Yeah. Or well, you, you, you're all set then. <laughs> yeah. So I'm good with games until something new comes out. Um, I just really wanted the, the tails of was like 60% offset. So the only reason I got it, 
But yeah, so moving on to news, like I said, the video game industry essentially shuts down <laughs> once the Christmas time comes around, which is why we usually do our game of the year um, on the last podcast. Uh, so just two quick news items. Um, the first one um, is just interesting. Um, I would like our surface level thoughts on it, essentially, um, because I don't know if any of us are really deep into labor law. But um, yeah, so if, if, if you haven't seen um, the FTC, the Federal Trade Commission um, of the United States, um, is like uh, suing uh, Microsoft over the acquisition of um, Activision, uh, basically saying it violates the antitrust laws of the United States. Um, so I, to be honest, from people I've read and just the way the FTC, I think this is more like they just had to do this than more so than they're going to actually stop it. Um, unless if Microsoft's really stupid. Um, I think a lot of the things they're doing while some people like fanboys are saying, Oh, look how desperate they are. I'm like, yeah, the federal government can shut this down. So they are going to be like, yeah, we'll give 10 year exclusives. Um, or not exclusives, like, you know, Nintendo, you get it for 10 years, and Sony, new 10-year contract for Call of Duty, you know, just to, to lessen it a little bit, but, yeah, I don't know your thoughts on it, but mine, you know, essentially, um, where plate is, I, I think it's one of those things where you can see it both ways, in that it is, could definitely be a monolithic thing, um, in that, you know, they'll have control over some of the biggest titles in gaming, um, that they could make exclusive to Microsoft. Um, and then, you know, on the other side, it's like, hey, you know, Activision Blizzard's a piece of shit company, and Microsoft could make it better um, for the workers there um, by getting rid of epic evil person uh, Bobby Kodak um, and all that stuff. But um, I don't know what you you have thought about the situation. Yeah, I mean, like you said, it seems like something that they're kind of, their hand is forced a bit and i just you know i don't think that it's really going to i don't think it's going to stop it from happening but again like like you said it's got it it kind of has to happen but i don't like it it, there's nothing that that they're doing that i can see will stop it yeah it just seems like it's it's gonna happen no matter what yeah it really feels like all this happened because Sony made a big stink about it because they were rightfully as much of a, you know, tattletale, you know, sort of annoying little brother they sound like. Um, we're worried about losing a, a franchise that makes them a lot of money um, in Call of Duty. Um, now, would that have sunk the ship like you normally say, you know, monopolies would do? No. I mean, they have plenty of their own stuff and they could probably find something to fill the gap. But it was just the idea of, I think they wanted to stop um microsoft from doing stuff like this in the future um because they know they have so much more money than them uh meaning microsoft and sony like cash in-house that microsoft can just pull out and give to xbox to go buy whatever they want Um, i mean these both these companies are humongous and they can both they could both pull money out of wherever they want at any time it seems like yeah the the problem is sony is the be all end all and xbox has microsoft like that does you know um, you know, can sort of be the piggy bank, you know, yeah. sort of thing. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's a it's a weird dynamic, and I think this is their way of stopping it, and also their way of negotiating to get it get a, a deal for a certain amount of time. Um, 
to still have it on the system. But like we said in the past, I don't see these, the reason you would go Call of Duty um, exclusive um, to one platform. Um, you know, just like what they did with Minecraft. You know, Microsoft owns that, but that still goes across, you know, the things. But yeah, I just think that, you know, you know, it, it you know, a lot of people will be yelling about the, you know, um, you know, having just one bunch of just a couple corporations owning everything as a problem. But in my head, I narrow it down to the specifics of as much as this might be close to that, I think it'll be better for the employees of Activision Blizzard King um, if someone takes it over. How much better? I don't know. I've never worked for Microsoft, but it's got to be better than what they were dealing with right now. Um, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, we've 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 uh raised our concern about about said person. Yeah. So yeah, it's just that's the one thing. Like, could it get I, I don't think it'll get worse under Microsoft, but who knows? But anyway, um also the the main thing with uh I'm curious how what they'll do with Game Pass once this actually does go through with it. Obviously Call of Duty's gonna be on Game Pass. Um, will they allow PlayStation to put it on PlayStation Plus? You know, um, you know all that stuff. But yeah, it's something to watch. It's it's something that this industry really hasn't had to deal with, and something honestly the country hasn't had to deal with in a while. I think I think AT and T might have been the last one um, that had something shut down um, by uh, the company. Um, I apologize if you can hear that in the background. Apparently, my uh, Roku just reco- just rebooted. it. Um, <laughs> For no reason, and I'm not near any of my remotes. So, okay. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah. I guess. I guess. Final thought is it's going to go through, um, but it'll be interesting just to see what kind of precedent it sets. Yeah. Exactly. I. Yeah. I. I don't. I think they'd be crazy to take those things off of other platforms. So I. I don't see that happening. And I just think people are raising a stink because they want to, and they think yeah. that it'll make a difference. Yeah. Yeah. And and Sony knows they'll have their fanboys behind them. And Xbox oh, will have their fanboys, you know, behind them. So basically, they made us think about it, knowing they would have support. And all they wanted was just what Microsoft gave them. And now Sony's just going to sit back and see what how everything falls. Yep. <laughs> um, but in um, more goofier news, I guess um, uh, this happened um, as we recorded our podcast last time. Um, it seems like uh, it's an end of an era on the uh, Pokemon uh, cartoon anime, um, I guess all things. Um, Ash Ketchum um, is going to hang up his hat after 25 years. It's a sad day for all us Gen 1ers. Yeah, yeah. He. Uh, I mean, it's a sad day, but it's a happy day because he, fin- he finally did it. Yeah. He finally became the very best, but, yeah. like no one ever was. Exactly. And uh, he will... Um, <laughs> appear in 11 more episodes um to wrap up and also his pinkachu will be going with him as well um so it's gonna be be hard to replace that i don't know what they're gonna do because he's been the main character for 25 years yeah 25 years yep the uh the last season of the anime pokemon ultimate journeys the series according to this article from games beat um was the one that ended with him being world champion um, so I guess they will, um, go forth with, I guess, people from Scarlet and Violet, maybe, um, you know, cause they introduce 
a another like Team Rocket type of team in there. Um, so maybe that's how they're moving forward with this. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it's very it's very interesting to see um, just the the idea of you know the way the way this is story is set up. Like you know how like it has to end at some point, I guess, right? You know. Yeah, I don't. I it, it it's just like any other cartoon. It's like you know Snoopy or the or whatever. They never grow up. They're the same. They've yeah. been the same for a hundred years. So yeah. I I don't know. I've I guess they want to get new people like like kids maybe, these days. Yeah, don't maybe. really care who Ash is. True. They they've been playing Let's Go Pikachu or Scarlet and Violet or whatever, and they want to see them on tv which makes yeah. sense yeah and also um you know maybe it's a voice actor thing um i, mean, I think the voice actor has changed a couple of times i could be wrong about that yeah yeah i i that's what i always thought was like you know the simpsons is going to end when all those voice actors start becoming too old to play those characters <laughs> but until yeah. then it'll keep going um but it looks like the new new characters um um the in the uh i guess it's in the three episodes or something, they're bringing Misty and Brock in, um, and then give give the fans a, a peek of what he does in the future. But I guess this is eventually coming uh, because you know the whole point, from what I can understand from afar, um, is that his whole goal was being champion. So at some point, it's like, how long can you drag out him not becoming champion? Um, Twenty five years, apparently. apparently. You know, like like you can't do like the Snoopy Looney Tunes thing. Um, you know, this, this guy had a goal, um, or boy, I guess he still is. Um, so it's, I don't, know, <laughs> I don't know how much he's aged in the anime. Cause I have not watched the anime in quite some time. So yeah, I don't know if he's aged at all. Yeah. Um, excuse me, but I don't know. Um, I, I don't know what his, the end of his arc looks like. I know yeah. like obviously he becomes champion, but in the game when you become champion you're then like the the person everybody try has to come beat so i don't know if yeah. they'll do that or if they'll just let him retire let him go. Let him yeah just uh insert uh thanos gif here <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah yeah it's kind of interesting it just it's just another thing that just uh shows you how old we're getting tom um we are getting know. very old mark yeah cuz um uh, you know, you just just think of twenty five years and um, when it's all started. You know, the anime, the games, the movie. The movie's going to be twenty two, I think, twenty three. I don't know if it's ninety nine or two thousand, but um, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just, it's just kind of, it's one of those things. Like I think we're one of the more connected, um, gener- or one of the first connected generations. So we're starting to see all of our stuff that were like first time things happening all of a sudden become very. You know, like like we watch black and white movies, sort of thing. You know, so anyway, I'm sorry to leave it on a dark note there, but All right. <laughs> Ash, world champion, yay! Um, yeah, good, good for him. Good, good, for, good him. for him. Finally, finally doing it. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna be no match for Uncle Mark. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, boy. Um, so yeah, that's about it. Um, news wise, um, not much going on. Not many games releasing. I looked at the things coming up outside. We already talked about PlayStation Plus. They have a couple good games. You know, they're doing a lot better if you have the extra um, with games going on there. And then, 
the PlayStation Plus is getting some good stuff too. Uh, I'm just really disappointed at the Games for Gold stuff because it's literally games come up and I'm like, I don't fucking know that game. Um, so normally my end of month thing of telling you what happens next month, I'm not even going to bother with Games with Gold this month. At this point, Games with Gold shouldn't exist just because it's... They're it, trying their best. It, I mean, sure. <laughs> they can't give away any more games because they've already got everything on Game yeah. Pass. Yeah, so... what, yeah, what they're trying to do is force you to get Game Pass. So it yeah. will exist because it'll be a good vehicle to get people to get Game Pass. Um, but they will put things out that like I've never heard of. Um, there, before. there will be a point at at some point where they just go, yeah, we're not, we're not yeah. given, yeah, we're not giving anything away anymore. Yeah, yeah. So just because it, I can't imagine them getting anything out of it. No, not anymore. So um, we may just talk about, and this isn't us becoming Sony fanboys, everyone out there, but I probably only really mention the PS Plus games each month. Well, and we up. can mention games that are coming to Game Pass. Yeah, yeah, that stuff too. But that's, um, but yeah, um, only one free service is still worth it. Um, not free, but, you know, the one that's not the extra monies per month. Um, yeah, so see you in 2023, games industry, I guess. Um, yeah, so speaking of that, uh, with this, uh, this episode will go up, um, and it will be 2023. Um, Tom, I thought it'd be a good time to just, um, we did this on TC Tam, um, if you have listened to it, but um, just, I was thinking some gaming um, uh, resolutions, uh, or this podcast resolutions for 2023. Um, I thought we'd talk about a couple of those um, before going on to, you know, Retro Roulette. So I don't know if you had anything in mind to start. I do. Uh, my first one, my my first and like biggest one is I want to delve more into Game Pass Ultimate. I know we're just talking about it, but I don't make enough use of it. I use I I have it and I use it for, you know, I play Forza Horizon 5 and Halo Infinite. I played both on Game Pass, but I want to get into more games that aren't AAA games. Yeah. Um just because there's so much stuff on on game pass i i just want to experience some of it i also played uh, this past year i played um shredder's revenge on game pass so i enjoyed that i'm glad i got got to play that and in the past i've played you know streets of rage 4 and some other games but you you guys always tell me about these great games that are on game pass and i just never have time to play them so i'm hoping this coming year that i'll really get to get engaged with game pass especially now that i have a series X and uh, they should, there should, there's going to be optimized games for it. I'm really hoping to, to get a little bit out of my comfort zone. Yeah. That's a really good one. Um, yeah. I, I, I have been using it a lot more to a disadvantage than you have, um, but I could still be doing more. Um, there, there are games I download and then never play that I probably should just play instead of buying the next, the new hotness um, just to save myself some money. Exactly. Um, but yeah, mine. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a little bit from my um, from my TC Tam resolution, um, which is which was gaming related. So I will use it here as my first one. Um, I want to become much more of an active video game um, person. Um, as what that means is I, I used to spend so much time watching YouTube and Twitch, you know, stuff and you know 
watching that stuff instead of playing games and just playing games that matched up with being able to have that stuff, you know, either on the TV or, you know, on my phone or something. Um, and just sort of having that dictate it. And over the last, um, ever since I started my God of War stuff after Extra Life, um, I forgot how good it was to just sit and play a game, you know, and not, you know, have all the stimuli going on um, around me. Um, so be more of an active participant in my, in my video game playing um, so that I um, can have a little bit more to talk about here, um, but also um, play more games that aren't sports games or, you know, maybe Call of Duty on like low volume or something. Um, just so I can have a Twitch stream going. Um, I think, you know, uh, I think that's a, that's a good thing as I'm getting older, I'm noticing that, you know, the, a lot of people are doing a lot of the same things. Um, you know, and it's very rare when something catches my attention that I have to, to watch and, um, and a lot of them play the games I want to play. So I'm starting to just not see anything on there. Uh, so yeah, essentially just. You know, do a little less Twitch and YouTube watching um, and more like, you know, when I get home from work after eating dinner, instead of popping on whatever's on because I cut the cord and do not have cable, you know, whatever on one of those things, maybe I pick up my controller and start playing a game. Um, yeah, or I, I know. I know exactly what you mean. I mean, I used to do the same thing. I load up a game, whether it be, you know, I think at the time I was playing like Fallout 4 or something, and I would always have a podcast or a YouTube video or something going at the same time just to like get all of the, all of the stuff in at one time. But yeah, I've learned as I played less and less games that I need to pay attention to, to what I'm doing and try to try to get in, engulfed in it a little bit more. Yeah. And maybe even that I start doing more watching, you know, movies on streaming or going to the movies, you know, just, being more active in that and then the content I take in than watching someone else play the content. Um, but yeah, so uh, that that's one of mine. Did you have a second one or anything, Tom? I do have a second one and <laughs> it's it's a little goofy, but this year I want to beat Breath of the Wild. Nice. I've had it sitting almost done since it since I don't know, since the pandemic started. Yeah. I I have almost completed it. I'm uh, like ready to go into the castle and I just haven't. It's just one of those things where you're like, all right, I'm going to I need to like psych myself up for this and then I just never go back to it. Yeah. But yeah. yeah I'm going to I'm going to beat it. This year it's going to happen. <laughs> I felt like I got to that point in Crisis Core where I finally was like there's no more side missions for me to do. I have to finish the story. Oh, okay, I guess I'll go finish the story. Um, yeah, but I feel like a game like Crisis Core is way easier to do that than Breath of the Wild. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just... Yeah, I wasn't comparing it to, but just sort of the, the oh, attitude yeah. of, you know, yeah. being right at the end and going, all right, well, no, I'll, I'll put it down and get back to it tomorrow, you know, um, sort of thing. But thankfully, I went back, but I can completely see it took me months to finish Breath of the Wild because I kept putting it down for other things um, as much as I love it. But because it's so open there wasn't like any driving force in the game. Um, that, that's the big thing for me is that there's no, like there's nothing pushing you to the end. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there, go ahead. ahead. I was just say there's no, there's no, like you could just run around that game forever and never finish it. There's no, there's nothing yeah. really that 
is making you want to continue the story, yeah. I guess. Yeah, this, the story has one goal, and you get it as soon as you get off the plateau, you know? But, and, and you can literally go do that. It's going to be really, really hard, but you can literally just go right to the castle once you get off the plateau. Yep. Um, uh, like, there's nothing really stopping you from doing it. You'll just get your ass kicked in there. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, that, that, that's the only part that was a little too open about it for me. Um, but, yeah, um, yeah um, that, that leads perfectly into my second one which is uh, finish a bunch of the games that I'm halfway or three thirds of the three quarters of the way through. Yeah. I'd like to beat other ones, but I need to, I need to stick to one yeah, before like, I go saying I'm going to beat 17 yeah. games next year. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't have to dwell much on that one. Um, um, you know, it's just the same aspect I have um, about halfway through tales of hysteria. Um, and then I picked up a new tales game instead of beating that one. Um, you know, what's, the Uncharted the 4 one, and stuff like that. So, What's the one you're looking forward to the most to beat? That I have left? I'd have to think about that. I probably, I just so I could finish the series, I probably want to finish Uncharted 4. Um, just because I have beaten all the other games. So just to finally get that off and be like, all right, done with the series. I mean, I could play Lost Legacy, but of the main four, I'm done. You know, but and I'm almost done that. I'm about I'm on chapter nine or ten or whatever, um, where we left let, 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 let off when there was a Sunday available that wasn't a holiday um, to do that on stream. But yeah, yeah, I think it's that one just to close that loop. And that's probably the easiest one to finish of them yeah. because God knows I don't know how much I have left of Tales of Berseria. I could think I have 10 hours and it could be 30. That's um, just yeah, the nature of RPGs. You never so, know. You never know with an yeah. RPG. Yeah, but uh, moving on to say, moving, how many how many how many finale episodes did you have for Trails in the Sky? Yeah, and Four? and one ended up being I needed to go grind to actually make it a final episode. Yeah, um, yeah. Thankfully, I didn't do what I did with Arms and just go. We're going to go until we're done um, for for that last one because that was four and a half hours. My final Arms episode um, or Wild Arms episode. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So so my other one is that or final one games is um as much as i love them i think in the limited time that i have games i'm starting to learn more and more that um sports games are kind of useless to me as a single player um experience essentially um it's fun for like a month or two um but i would much rather i should focus on you know games with stories or multiplayer games with my friends and stuff like that um a little bit more than uh, those solo sports game experiences. Um, I think the only one I'll make an exception for is the college football, um, because that always has some fun pageantry around it. But like, I used to play NHL every year. I I barely touched twenty three. I think I played a couple games of it, and you know, it doesn't hit the same. Madden's just been an awful game for like five years. Um, so there's no real fun there. I think it's longer than that, Mark. No, I think it's I'm, been bad for quite some time. Yeah, probably since 2K5, you could arguably say, but I at least had fun with those, those like PlayStation 3 games um, leading up. I think 25 was the worst one, which is the first one on PS4, and it's been bad ever since, um, which is like 14. So, you know, um, yeah, we're looking at almost 10 years, Jesus. Um, but yeah, like I barely, I used to play basketball all the time, don't play that. Uh, the baseball I really only got back into because of the Phillies in the playoffs um, made it fun. Um, 
but yeah, I don't like I don't like the whole um, the soccer the same thing um, the whole the whole management RPG part of it. Um, like I turn salary caps off, and I don't really care about that stuff. And you know, I make all star teams, and you know, uh, so maybe weaning off that, and maybe boiling it down to one or two that I just play. You know, for those times when I do want to watch someone that's streaming. You know, like if Jen's doing an, an interesting stream that I want to have on in the background, or um, you know, someone else that I follow is doing something. You know, I have a game I can put in and play, but yeah, I got to learn to not try and play all the sports games um and then i don't have to uh but yeah it's it's one of those things a lot of my concentration is going i'm getting older you know there are other things that are going to become more important so i need to really focus on what you know i want to do because i am going to keep doing this hobby obviously we have a podcast for it but you know it's not going to be you know i won't be able to do hopefully knock on wood um sometime in 2023 not be able to just sit down for 11 hours, you know, and play a game. You know, I would hopefully have other obligations uh, yep. to do. But uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah. Essentially, uh, all mine wrap up into basically me focusing on um, becoming a more, you know, use the same word twice because I can't really think of anything, you know, a more of a focused gamer. Um, and that I'm just playing my single player story games and maybe a Call of Duty or a Dead by Daylight with Jen, or something like that, um, as the other outlets. Yeah, so... And I, um, I think that's totally fair. I mean, yeah. I'm one of those people that used to play every sports game, too, but at this point, it's really just baseball, and even then, I don't even buy them anymore. Yeah. I just, I just get, I get them on Game Pass, because now it's on Game Pass, because I didn't purchase one since I couldn't even tell you, but... Yeah. Yeah, I... I try to focus on the ones I know I'm going to want to play. Yeah, at this yeah. Point. and essentially comes down to um, I don't know if I use this um, word in this rant, um, but it just it just it just it's just useless. You don't get anything out of it. Um, yeah, like, there's what, no there's no there's as yeah. as you said in a single player environment, there's not really a whole lot you can you can get into uh, yeah. get from a a sports game. Yeah, maybe you play through it and see how they celebrate a championship. Um, which is always interesting to me. Some games do it better than others. Um, you know, I, I like some of that graphic stuff. Um, the NHL, that's one of the things they've gotten right sometimes is, you know, celebrating. Like now they let you, um, you know, they, they show you like based on who you picked, you know, um, who gets the cup and all that stuff. So that's interesting. Nothing on top EA's NHL, I think it's like 2K3 where they let you actually skate around the ice with the cup. <laughs> hand it off to who you wanted to. That was really dumb and really fun. Um, but yeah, once I, I think well, once with some of those games, if I even play them, it would be like, oh, let me just see what the final is like. Oh, okay, that's how they do the celebration, you know, and see if they do anything different. And then just, oh, okay, I'm done. But yeah, it's sort of like, I want my gaming to, you know, give me some kind of satisfaction in terms of a story or, um, you know, in terms of Call of Duty, the leveling up, you know, aspect of it um with other people but yeah yeah i don't know if you have anything else um no i think i think that pretty much covers it i, I want to beat other games too but yeah i would like to finish more games this year too yeah. overall because i i've done a lot of stopping and starting between the past couple of years with yeah. games like you know death loop and stuff like that so yeah. uh yeah and for I, obvious I would, reasons 
you. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> obviously, I, I was not a huge fan of Deathloop, so I did not want to put myself through that. But yeah, there's there's yeah. games that I started and then just never went back to. Like, I'm yeah. pretty sure I started Assassin's Creed Valhalla two or three times and just never went back to it. Yeah, yeah, and so. with and mixing it in with your Game Pass resolution, it's sort of the same thing. You'll have more. You get into those smaller games; they're shorter. You can beat them. You know, even with you know having a child and all that, um, you're not playing these 60, 80 hour epics um, regularly anymore. Yeah. So I, I don't need to, I don't I don't need a hundred twenty hour game anymore. Yeah. I say I say that, and then remake part two is going to come out. Uh, Persona Six. <laughs> I still can't believe that you literally doing the minor amount of side quest and. In that game, in Persona Five, it was legitimately 120 hours. Like you go to how long the beat? Oh yeah, and that it's... game is not short, <laughs> which is why right. I own it. I've never started it. I've never even loaded it up. Yeah, you you look at real quick random how how long the beat. Sometimes you look on there and it's like oh main story 40 hours completion is 100 hour. I think like main story on there it's like even super high if you just mainline the main story. Um, oh yeah, it's still that. over. Yeah. Um, oh. I think it's over over eighty hours. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 kind of ridiculous, but yeah, that that that's another thing. Mixing all of our stuff together is just we just want to play more games and finish more games, and you know, have have it be worth our time. And yep. I think Game Pass does help out a lot with that. Uh, yeah. So moving on, our um, I guess technically final and first. <laughs> um, a retro roulette for 2022 it, to 2023. It's the final. It's the final of 2022, <laughs> I'd say, yeah. Um, so we uh, got uh, Kingdom Hearts 2. Um, so you guys saw me play um, a little bit on stream uh, there. And, you know, the opening part where I actually got the money, which I found that you don't really need to worry about that money. Um, unless if you like want to do certain things later in the game, um, I believe it is. Um, I didn't look up what those were. Um, but I stopped that and then I found out that, uh, uh, 1.5 and 2.5 final mix, um, is on PlayStation plus extra. So I downloaded that and restarted, um, from there got to roughly a little bit past, um, you know, uh, where we were on stream. Um, and then other things came in that I mentioned earlier that I've been playing. Uh, but yeah, it's, it, I'll say this time, but it honestly had me thinking, until I um, uh, finally got Pokemon and bought Tales of Arise. I was going, should I just play Kingdom Hearts? I kept staring at it on my PlayStation going, so should happy. I, I just so play happy. Kingdom Hearts? Because I was just looking for something long to play after Crisis Core. And I was just you like, should. you should just play Kingdom Hearts. Believe me, <laughs> I, I think you should. So if that's not telling you how much I enjoyed the short amount of time I had or just the headspace I was in. Um, because probably because of Christ's score and God of War and all that, um, you know, th- that I I may eventually play those because uh, they are currently free for me to play um, on PlayStation. Um, but yeah, it's uh, and also for this fl- for this uh, like um, flickering moment or, or fleeting moment, I should say, um, in my head, it was like, should I just play 10 again? Final Fantasy 10. I could play Final Fantasy 10 again. <laughs> Uh, because that always pops in my head when I'm thinking of something. But um, yeah, so I will say much better playing <laughs> on the PlayStation 5 
um, than playing on the um, totally legit um, PlayStation oh, yeah. that I was or PlayStation Two I was playing on. Um, there's, a, the there's a there's a lot of problems with the original controls. Yeah. yeah so uh, I think that I'm added sure you, to it, which I'm sure you found out. Yeah. Yeah. Which um, which I'm happy about. So probably report more in later if I do eventually do it. But the other I am playing two games that are fairly beastly. Um, so, but it is on my computer and it, on my PlayStation, and I may jump to it at some point. But yeah, the um, it even had me watch a streamer that was playing Kingdom Hearts for the first time, even though I've watched someone play that game all the way through. Um, you know, going back to my addiction to Twitch, um, <laughs> thing that we were talking about earlier. Uh, so, but yeah, it was I was all about it while playing through it. But yeah, I I think I think what they did is kind of a testament in that uh, story aside, because the story is nonsense. Um, well, this <laughs> is where it's, so before we get into a crazy discussion yeah. on this story, this is where it starts to get to become nonsense. Yeah. It's like before this kingdom hearts one kind of wraps up pretty nicely, but once kingdom hearts two starts, it's all downhill from yeah. there. So, yeah. So, so breaking in real fast, cause my, phone finally loaded the how long the beat um the main story only for persona 5 is 97 and a half hours yeah i knew it was some ridiculous <laughs> number like that <laughs> so warning to anybody it is and royale is longer just to let you know because they add in stuff with the yep. new character um yep. i i think i have i think i have that too i think i got it from yeah from it, something it, it was either it was either a playstation plus thing or i forget but yeah. i have I have it at least once, if not twice. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah. So, and, and Kingdom Hearts is sort of the commitment to Kingdom Hearts, while not individual games, at least for me, is sort of on the same level <laughs> to, to like, because I would just play the main series and just ask you guys to fill me in um, in the in betweens, because I don't think I could play a card battler as long as you did. Um, it would just be like, it would just be like, go to YouTube, watch the cutscenes for those games. Don't ever play. I don't even. What is the chain of memory? Re yeah. re chain of memories. Apparently, chain of memories is okay, but re chain of memories is hot garbage. Yeah, kind of kind of sounds like when they repress a vinyl. It's <laughs> like you don't want to you don't want to you don't want to play the the repressing. But um, yeah. So happy to know that um, I I enjoyed what I played. Um, going back to to what to what I was saying about what they did outside. Um, before we jump into some of the craziness uh, like we probably won't go deep spoiler stuff but um the the idea of getting all of these you know characters together and making like all the disney characters specifically let's eliminate the square enix stuff um or square stuff i guess essentially um because i don't know if there's actually any enix characters in there um they're all square soft characters yeah <laughs> exactly um who knows? The guy from was it Terranigma will pop up. Well, at I some guess point. I guess the characters from Ten are technically Square Enix. Yeah, right? yeah, no, yeah. I, I I mean I'm just making the joke that like none of the like like Enix right. characters. There's no Dragon Quest characters in this game yeah. for sure. No, and um and even some of the smaller stuff like Terranigma and Legend of Gaia and stuff like that. Um, but the 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 way to just have the worlds feel right. In uh, from what I've seen, I've I haven't actually gotten far enough in any of them. Um, 
to really experience outside of the initial worlds in one. I think that's what Alice in Wonderland is the first one you go to there. Yeah, um, it's one of the first ones. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think they do a great job with that. And it's kind of a marvel to, you know, get all that to fit and then still somehow have a thread of a game. Um, which leads me to the one part where I think this really feels like, at least with two, from just the opening of two, because I have not watched one or played through one in a long time. And I was comp- really confused um, for most of it, as you probably should be in the opening. But it, from everything I've heard from two, and you can correct me if I'm wrong here, it really felt like they let the creator, because of how successful the first game was, they just didn't pay attention to him for the second one. He was like, yeah, he's got it. And then it was everything was out of the bag, and then they couldn't get it back in. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of a Kojima thing. Yeah. Especially when they started and you're a different character altogether to what you were in the first game. And then they had to create a, another game just to explain who this person was. It w- Yeah, they, uh, they went off the deep end a little. Yeah, it very much felt like um, there was a very set idea in the first game. You know, I love the idea of Mickey Mouse being this mythical character um, in this world. All of them. Um, I love the, I love the fact that they're all like powerful and mythical in their own right. Yeah. Especially yeah. Donald. Yeah. God becomes the greatest wizard in squares and square soft from square Enix history. He, um, he's, the, he's literally the strongest, <laughs> he's wizard. the strongest wizard in that universe. <laughs> Donald duck, everyone. Um, but yeah, the, I feel like um, having not played through the games and having played through all the Metal Gear games, um, I feel like Kojima's weirdness was more in that he had sort of an idea of where he wanted to go. He just had these really kooky ways of setting it up. Um, like, and they get uh, the more less and less they pay attention to him, the more like they don't trim the you know, the fat or around the edges on a lot of his stuff as they do in one and two. And I feel from what I've heard about Kingdom Hearts two, by the time they got there, like the chains were just off. And, and that's why a lot of it, you know, becomes in, you know, inconceivable when you're trying, when you haven't played any of the side stuff, but I guess maybe that's a charm to it. Yeah. It kind of luckily also, while you're playing this game, there's like a there's like a journal system that you can unlock these there. It's kind of like audio logs in a newer game. Yeah. And they give you a lot of detail. And a lot of people, when they first play it, just don't pay attention to those at all, which I've learned now that you have to in order to understand anything that's going on. Uh, but it's uh, it 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 does make it interesting that you can go and, you know, play these other games to get more information. It's not necessary, but if you want the full story, you want to be fully engrossed in it, you kind of need to, which is why I am now wanting to go back and do and play all of them, which at some point I'm going to, I'm in the middle of Kingdom Hearts 2 right now. I I started the playthrough before we got, it on retro roulette and then retro roulette just made me play it more so that's fine with me uh but but yeah because i i beat one and then i did the, the awful thing of playing rechain of memories and now I'm playing two which is one of my favorites 
and I'm very look, much looking forward to getting to Birth by Sleep and Dream Drop Distance. Some of the side games that people say that, oh yeah, you should totally play these. Yeah, yeah, I, I completely get that. I'm just glad any. Uh, I'm glad that Metal Gear Asset wasn't essential um, <laughs> to to my Metal Gear playthroughs. Yeah. I finally played Peace Walker um, years later when the collection came out, uh, but. But yeah, the I, I, I may dive into this this year as I sort of, you know, as I say, get away from passive um, consumption of video games and maybe uh, tackle some things. Who knows? Maybe halfway through, it just won't be for me, which is very viable. I understand that with people, but uh, I want to let you and all the Kingdom Hearts fans out there that listen to this podcast that um, you at least have somebody on the tipping point of a convert. So I, I'm happy to hear that. <laughs> but I do have to give Square credit here for something and that's yeah. making all of these games available on like every platform yep this is not this is something that most companies don't do especially like nintendo uh but i have purchased these games at least four times i think at this point and i like that they are they steadily have made improvements to them over time and they have been guilty of leaving games on systems in the past like crisis core and they finally have now fixed that issue but uh just the fact that you can now play dream drop distance which was a 3ds exclusive on your ps5 is awesome to me. the fact that they made these games available for anybody to to now anybody that doesn't want to have to play it on a 3ds can play it on whatever they want which i am really happy about yeah and I know we're not really talking about the game. We should talk about how, how the game plays. <laughs> well, you have more experience in it. So if you want to go forth uh, with that explanation, because my stuff would be like attack feel good, um, you well, know, sort of explanation. The, you have more of the historical context. Yeah. The, in Kingdom Hearts 2, they really open up how you, how you go about battling with the drive system. So there's multiple different drives, which are kind of like limit breaks in final fantasy and it, you can equip the drives as as different as you'd like you can put some are magic driven some are, are um attack driven some are just an all around so it's really cool that there's different drives and you can set them up with different keyblades in different drive forms and it really expanded on the already fun gameplay of the original and uh, they've they also expanded on the the gummy ship stuff, which some people like, some people don't like, but it is what it is. It's a part of Kingdom Hearts. The gummy ship is going to be there forever. <laughs> um, and I I like the worlds that they picked. They picked a lot of interesting worlds to go to in this one, and they did not uh, disappoint with the music. That's something I can you can always count on in a Kingdom Hearts game is the music is going to be amazing and. <sighs> They really tied it all together. I mean, it it as dumb as the the whole story gets, which we can debate on whether they should have done that or should should have just <laughs> not done that. The you still get a sense of emotion. I mean, there's a there's a scene in the beginning once you get to the train when you're Sora and you're in Traverse Town. Um, oh, I'm sorry, Twilight Town, and he has the tear roll down his cheek. That was really that's a really powerful scene, even though it it's goofy and it shouldn't make a any bit of difference why he's doing it. It uh, it really tugs at your heartstrings a little bit because he 
remembers these people, but he doesn't know why. And eventually yeah. you figure out, you re, I mean, you obviously figure out why later on, but um, I just thought that was, that that's something that Kingdom Hearts does really well is, is tugs at your heartstrings a little bit. And I feel like all of them kind of do that. And uh, it's really, it's really, really nice to see that in a game that's about Disney characters. They're able to make it a little more adult, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of, I don't even know if they knew at the time, but it was, I'm like knowing your audience, you know, and that this game wasn't just going to be children, you know, uh, where Disney, um, like Square Enix kind of knew that and um, put in some stuff that would, you know, not be as cheesy um, uh, to, to an older audience. Um, but yeah, it's, it, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a weird cultural uh, touchstone in in gaming it's like there's all there's a few of these um where like there's a whole sect of people that just had this experience with this uh, and went through this and lived through the bullshit and you know with the story and and playing six different games and then there are whole sects of people whole sets of people um like myself who never really touched it um and it's it's a weird thing to to live in something that in, in a va- in your personal vacuum feels like something everybody knows um to you know being a little more personal and um i i think that's the one thing um that that square got right um with this you know is that they knew to just keep writing for the people that were invested and not try to bring in people outside of that um and i don't know if that got a little out of hand by being a little too like inside baseball with some stuff uh but yeah overall i think it's a job well done and uh yeah so let's get to our scores i think i know what yours is this is this this might be the first one but i'm giving it a five out of five yeah this may be that may be the first five i've given on this show yeah i think i've only given one as well um but but i'll go until i finish it i will give it the one point window and make it a four out of five um to where it can either stay there or it can jump to the five as i as i finish it at some point um like i said the combat the combat felt fine you know it wasn't as um you know hard maybe it was because it was the final mix and not the playstation one that i played more of but you know it didn't feel dated and stuff like that from at least well, yeah i mean there's obviously some things that are going to feel dated if you go back and play the original on PS2. Yeah. But for instance, you control your camera with R2 and L2. Yeah. That's exactly. a nightmare. <laughs> it's an absolute nightmare because the that's the one thing that's terrible about those original games is no one knew how to use the right analog stick and it was yeah. brutal to try to especially when you're facing the much stronger bosses and you're trying to like control your camera with r2 and l2 and do everything else at the same yeah. time it was uh it was brutal but yeah they definitely figured it out later when they so, went to the uh, hd remixes yeah so yeah definitely did not um shy me away from this so it gets a good eight out of ten four out of five um right off the bat here so yeah. glad to hear so, that mark so tom let's spin that wheel We got a good one, Mark. This is interesting. Star Fox 64 
for the Ooh. Nintendo 64. Nice. Perfect timing. Um, you know, we haven't had a 64 game in a while. Um, and so it's, it's not nice. a racing game. It's not or a racing a game. game. Yeah, then it, that means it's it broke the odds uh, for 64. Um, so, yeah, yeah. Star Fox, a game that a lot of people I knew owned, I never had, um, nor have I played a lot of it. Um, I think I played the f- same four levels, like, or not four levels, like first two levels, you know, um, a lot, um, just starting at a friend's houses uh, back in the day. So it'd be good to see, um, you know, how far I get. Um, and it's probably inverted controls. I got to be aware of that. Um, I don't remember. You may be able to change it too, if I don't, yeah. if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah. I, at I, least I, I, I can. I think I'm okay when I'm flying a plane, doing inverted up and down. Like I can mentally see that. Fig- yeah, you can figure it out. But left and right when it's inverted freaks me the hell out. <laughs> I can never you. do it. Um, even, even though and I think it's number one because I've never operated a camera. So yeah, if you yeah if you've operated a camera with a tri or a um, yeah a tripod with a why can't I remember what it's called joystick or something no yeah the 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 boom that comes off the tripod yeah. if you've operated a camera like that it that's it makes how sense. I, that's how they originally I think wanted it to work but yeah. everybody hated it and they eventually yeah. changed it because in my head when I want to look left I hit left yeah. At least with exactly. the plane, I can see pulling back would be, you know, going up and pushing forward would be going down. Yeah, it's almost weird to not do that when you're using when you're in a plane situation. Yeah. Yeah. But we'll see. Hopefully. Hopefully we'll, we'll find out on Monday uh, or I should say tonight um, yeah. when, when I stream and how it is. But uh, yeah, I'm glad that we start off right um, with what some people would call the best system of all time um a nintendo 64 game but uh yeah so that'll do it for us um it's been a wild um 2022 um some crazy things have happened life-changing situations multiple fronts amongst the three of us um jenna will be back next week um just holiday scheduling like we said uh goal for 2023 is we're going to do this kind of episode like and just have it in the bank so that we don't have to try to squeeze it in before New Year's. Um, so, and hopefully she'll be able to join for that next year. But um, yeah, well, here's to 2023. Here's to a hell of a lot of good games coming out that all got delayed. Um, so, uh, you know, uh, less our summers and springs here. Um, Everybody's March 23rd. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> I think there's a date in June, too, that... Um, that's like the end of that quarter or near the end of that quarter or something. Um, that's everybody's there, but yeah. Yeah. End of March, end of Q4. It's going to be insane, but yeah. Hope you hang along with us. Um, and we will see you tonight on the stream. Um, hope you can join us, uh, for Tom and Jen. Thank you for listening, uh, throughout 2022. Um, and we'll see you next year. Bye. Happy new year, everyone. <laughs>